0: Welcome to Air Power with Kakra Baden, teaching the nations with signs and wonders. Why live in darkness when the light of God's word has solutions? Kakra is a teacher of the word who also ministers with miracles and the prophetic anointing. He's a senior pastor of the Catch the Anointed Center, Accra, Ghana. Now, today's message. Welcome to today's broadcast. Kakra begins a profound teaching titled The Power of Prayer and Fasting. Let's join in.
1: Today, I want to talk about the power of prayer and fasting. You know, when we fast, spiritual things have released a certain power. They do things. But if you don't understand the effect or the result of what you are doing, you may not do it because you don't fully understand it. So today, I was with my daughter in the car and uh, I told her to go and clean her brother's room when she goes back. And I knew that as we're talking, it's like, ah, maybe I'm worrying her. Then I said, listen, let me explain to you why you must be cleaning. The reason why you must be cleaning. So I'm trying to explain to her. I said to her that to, to, to be a leader, there are two qualities you need. You need initiative and you need capacity. These two things first. Initiative means you take the first step. So, followers are waiting for somebody to say something. But a leader has initiative. If there's a chair in the wrong position, he will just get up and position it by himself. But a follower, you have to say, look, uh, move the chair. That's the difference. So, I was trying to explain that lesson. So, you have to show initiative. So, even when the room is dirty, I don't have to say it. You have to do it yourself. And I said, the aim is not the job. The aim is to develop initiative. So it's not that I just want you to work per se, but I want you to develop a certain capacity. Then I also explained that after initiative, you need capacity, which means the skills needed to do something. So when I say clean, it means you must have the skills of cleaning because some people don't know how to clean. So you must know how to do it. And so if you combine the initiative with the capacity, then you are showing leadership. So I was trying to explain to her that. So that is why I don't have to tell you, do this in the house or do that. I expect you to use your initiative. And I said, as you are doing it, you are cooking, whatever, you are developing capacity. So that one day, if you have somebody cooking for you, you can tell the person, Reduce the spices because you are leading the person now. Because you've done it before. Done it before. So, I quoted a verse, which was in John chapter 2, where Jesus turned uh, water into wine. In verse 8, it says, When the ruler of the feast had tasted the water which was made wine, But the servants knew. So I said to my daughter, the ruler of the feast, the big man, who wasn't doing anything, he didn't know how water can turn into wine. Because he doesn't do anything. He has no capacity. But the servants who worked with Jesus to draw the water, put it in the bowl, and Jesus prayed. They knew how water turns into wine because they were servants. So I explained to her that that is the importance of service. It builds your capacity. Are you following me? For me, I don't teach my children most of the time, come and let's do quiet time. No. All my teaching is like Jesus. Practical things. Something happens, then I start my teaching. Something happens, then I start my teaching. Something happens, then I start my teaching. So that it is practical and you will remember it. That's how I teach my children. All my teachings are like that. Anyway, that's a tip for you. So let's get back to the business. So I was saying that. So whatever, of course, doesn't mean that sometimes I don't say that by way I teach. I might do, but most of my teaching is practical. So most of Jesus' is teaching, even communion, they were at a Chinese restaurant and he taught them about communion. But once you understand the why, then it becomes easy. Because you know why you are doing it and what you are going to gain from it. That's why I had to take my daughter through all this to let her understand that it's about leadership and the building of capacity, not just cleaning rooms. That's not the point. It goes beyond that. And she said to me, oh, daddy, thank you very much. So now I have a compliant, a more compliant daughter. So when I go home, more work. Since now you understand what I'm saying. (laughs) So something like fasting, In Luke chapter 8, verse 10, Jesus said, and to you it is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom. The word mystery is something that is difficult to understand. But to others, in parables, parable means a story with a hidden meaning. Seeing they will not see, hearing they will not hear. So, as a question, the things that we are supposed to do, they, they look like mysteries. What do you gain from not eating? What do you start to gain from it? There is something to be gained from it. So I want us to look at one example. You know, Jesus fasted and prayed. I want us to read that example. And then I want us to examine what were the effects? What were the results? What power was released? Why did he do it? So we'll start from Luke chapter 4, verse 1. Let's read. And Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, being 40 days tempted of the devil. In those days, he did eat nothing. And when they were ended, he afterward hungered. So here he was, fasting and praying in the wilderness, 40 days and 40 nights. Now, as he came to the end of the fast, so he had not eaten, the devil said unto him in verse 3, If thou be the Son of God, command this stone that it be made bread. In verse 4, Jesus answered him, and this answer is from John chapter 8, verse 3. So he's quoting the Old Testament. You have not read the Old Testament, but here is a quote from the Old Testament. He said, It is written, but written where? chapter 8, verse 3. He's quoting. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. So Jesus quoted a scripture. And when you quote a scripture to the devil, immediately he leaves the matter because you just fired a bullet because the word of God is powerful. Pow! So he just left the matter. So he tried another angle. Verse 5. And the devil... Taking him up into a high mountain showed unto him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. This makes me know that the devil can give people visions. Because you can't stand here and see the world. But he was able to show him China, Ukraine, Russia, Mongolia, all in a moment of time. But the devil who showed him. So even when you are fasting and praying, the devil can show you things. Because fasting and prayer makes you spiritual. So even you can see demonic things. That's why you must be careful. One person finished fasting and prayer and told me, I had the revelation that I must marry my pastor. And I said, is your pastor married? He said, yes. I said, how is that possible? He said, the angel said, in heaven, it is my name that's recorded. But on earth, it's my pastor's wife. So heaven does not recognize my pastor's wife. Then I said, this is a demonic revelation because in heaven, they neither marry or are given a marriage. So, in verse 6, the devil said, all this power will I give you. Do you know what that power is? Political power. Political power. The fact that somebody is a president, that's not mean God. It was God who put him there. People say, oh, every president is chosen by God. It's not true. Here you see the devil say that I have been choosing presidents. The fact that you are a president, that's not mean it's God who chose you. The devil can choose you. All this power is given unto me and the glory of it. you know what the glory is? Money. In Haggai 2, 3, God said to uh, Israel, he said, I will fill this house with glory. And he said, the silver will come and the gold will come. He called money glory. So the devil said, listen. Now that even the city has devalued, I can give you more pounds. When you change, it will be like you are cooking rice, it will just rise. He said, I'll give it to you. And Jesus said, It is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and Him only shall you serve. He quotes another scripture. It's only in the tronomy. And you have not read the book of the Germany before. You always read John. That's for John his love. So just read John. 10, verse 20. So he quotes that scripture too from Deuteronomy. So when he quoted that one too, so this is like a struggle with the devil. And personally, I don't think that the devil appeared physically. God, Jesus came as a man. I think these were thoughts in his mind. So the devil was speaking to him in thoughts. So what it means is that when negative thoughts are coming into your mind, you will die, you will die, you will die. You must be quoting scriptures. After some time, the devil will be tired. In verse 30, he says, and the devil liveth him. But you, when you hear, you will die. It's says, hmm, we must watch ourselves so. You see, no scripture. So, the next verse, he took him to Jerusalem and set him on the pinnacle of the temple. He said, if thou be the son of God, cast yourself down from hence. It is written, Now, the devil realized that if he also doesn't quote, this thing won't work. So, the devil, he knows scriptures. Oh, yes. He can quote scriptures and let you follow something which is not true. It is written. He will give his angels charge over you. Why is that written? It's Psalm 91. Psalm 91 verse 11. So, so those of you open your Bible to Psalm 91 and put it under the pillow, I want you to know the devil is not afraid of it. He can even quote it. He even quotes it. He read and quoted it on top. So he said, <laughs> He will give His angels charge over you. Upon their hands they shall bear thee up, lest thou dash thy foot against the stone. Then Jesus said in verse 12, It is said, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. The 30 says, And the devil leaveth him for a season. So even temptation, trials, it's for a period, season. Sometimes all you have to do is even just wait and the season will change. That's all. It will just change.
0: Thanks for tuning in. Today we learned that just as Jesus fasted and prayed, we his followers must do likewise. Tune in again tomorrow for the continuation of this message.
1: So you want to pray this prayer after me? You want to really give your life to Jesus? Be serious. Pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, today I repent of my sins. Please Please forgive me and live in my heart. I believe that you died for me. Wash me with your blood. Be the Lord and master of my life. Thank you Jesus for coming into my heart.
2: Amen. Before we leave, here is a praise report to boost your faith in the Lord.
1: This one says that, Dear Pastor, I ask you to pray for me concerning my job that I will be retained in my job since they were laying people off. You pray for me and ask God to be gracious to me and for me to find favor. Thanks be to God, I have been retained at my workplace and I want to thank the Lord. Put your hands together for Jesus. Let's thank him.
2: The traditional Christian view of demons is that they are disembodied spirits that afflict or possess people. The activity of demons, however, transcends this. Demons can also inhabit buildings, land, or space. Ignorance in this area has led to the uncontrolled activity of these demons. This book by Akrabading titled Squatters will expose you to this truth and give you practical steps you can take to overcome such demons. Get your copy now. You could be living with your enemy. Purchase online at Amazon.com. It is also on sale in selected bookshops. Order this book plus other books through the following means. Call or message us on WhatsApp, plus 233-557-009-010. You can also send an email to info at You can also make a regular call or send a text to plus 233-20-7575215. Our office hours are 10 to 16 hours
0: GMT. Thanks for your time. You can contact us, see counselling, ask for prayer, order today's full-length message, or order books through the following means: call us on WhatsApp or send a WhatsApp message to PLUS233 plus two three three fifty five seven hundred ninety ten. Send an email to info@kakrabaden.org. You can also make a regular call or send a text to plus two three three two zero seven five seven five two one five. Our office hours are ten a.m. to sixteen hundred hours GMT. Finally, write to us, share your testimony, on how this. This podcast has been a blessing to you.